This is the Darren Sargent Show, and yes, I am your host, Darren Sargent. This is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. Glad you've joined us today. Today's episode is all about fear, F-E-A-R. I think we're all experiencing a little bit of this, so let's talk about it. It's the big elephant in the small room. Fear, F-E-A-R. Thanks for joining right here on the Darren Sargent Show. Before we get started, I want to say a great big shout out. We are over 7,000 downloads. Yes, over 7,000 downloads in the last four months, five months. So I want to say a great big thank you to everyone who is listening to the Darren Sargent Show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing, subscribing, rating, reviewing. If you haven't done that, go to wherever you listen to your podcast and uh, hit hit those 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 stars. I mean, make it a five star podcast. It would be greatly appreciated. Subscribe, rate it, review it, all that good stuff, and share it. Share it today. Um, I just want to talk about the elephant in the room, this thing called fear. Everywhere we turn, we seem to find something that is causing all of us a little bit of anxiety. Um, There's always some new definition that's being added to the list of phobias and fears and and troubles. We've got lists that are categorizing all of these modern-day phobias and no telling what's going to come out of at the end of all this this uh, COVID stuff, what we're going to be calling things. But I was going through a list. I found a list not too long ago. Some of you will recognize some of these, and some of you may have some of these. Um, and I'll talk to you a little bit about uh, maybe one of them that may be an issue but uh, for me, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, there is arachnophobia. Anybody know what that is? That's the fear of spiders. There's aerophobia. It's the fear of flying. Claustrophobia. It's the fear of confined spaces. Dentophobia. Anybody want to take a stab at that one? Yep. You guessed it. It's the fear of dentists. Glossophobia. It's the fear. It's the fear of speaking in public. Hermatophobia. That's the fear of sinning. I think we all could do a little more with that one right there. There's leophobia. It's not the fear of people named Leah. It's the fear of lying. No, I'm just, I guess it'd be liophobia. I just kind of made that one up. Never mind. That was a dumb joke. Pentherophobia. It's the fear of your mother-in-law. <laughs> I'm just going to let that one stay there. My mother-in-law is listening. I know she is. I'm not afraid of you, mother-in-law. You're coming for Christmas this year, so I'm excited about having you, but... That's funny right there. Pentherophobia, the fear of your mother-in-law. There's ecclesiophobia. It's the fear of church. Oops. We may have some people in the middle of that one. Paternophobia. It's the fear of being tickled by feathers. <laughs> Venustrophobia. It's the fear of beautiful women. Exanthophobia. It's the fear of the color yellow. Who is afraid of yellow? Okay, if you're out there, I apologize, but come on. Anuptophobia, it's the fear of staying single. 
Some of you rocking that one. You're scared to death of staying single. Hang on. God's got somebody for you. Blenophobia is the fear of slime. Uh, that that's just that's just weird. Now, there's one that you're not going to believe, okay? And the, I'm not afraid of any of these. I was just making that up. But luposlipophobia, luposlipophobia is the fear, this is true, it's the fear of being pursued by timber wolves around a kitchen table while wearing socks on a freshly waxed floor. Now, I didn't make that up. That's a real fear. It's a phobia that's listed. Somewhere, someone just waxed their kitchen floor, left the door open, had some nice socks on, and a timber wolf came into their kitchen. I don't know how else to, how do you find out if you're going to get that phobia? Oh, man, it's crazy. But fear is a very fascinating subject. And not just because some of those fears are humorous. Fear is fascinating because I believe it really has a couple of different sides. There's a negative side to fear in that it can paralyze us. It can, it can polarize us. It can limit us. It could cause us to live less than what we're supposed to be living. It can keep us from being everything that God wants you and I to be. But I also believe that fear has a positive side. Fear is able to stimulate and motivate us to greatness. It can drive us to do the things we know God wants to do with the life that he has giving, given to us. Now, have you ever, and some of you may have experienced this, I had a, I had a car when, when I was in high school, I delivered pizza for a place called Papa Kelsey's to all the Idaho friends of mine uh, grew up in Kimberly and Twin Falls. Let's give a big shout out to Papa Kelsey's Pizza and Subs. I was a delivery boy for Papa Kelsey's Pizza and Subs. And I had a Dodge B210 station wagon. Yes. Yes, I was profiling, folks. I'm talking about a avocado green. It wasn't just a Datsun B210 station wagon. It was an avocado green Datsun B210 station wagon. Some of you don't even know what a Datsun was. You're thinking it was a dog. No, it was, it was quite a car, and I had a battery that in cold weather didn't always work, so I always kept a, a set of jumper cables in my car. And sometimes I'd be out delivering pizza, and that thing would die while I'm at a, at a house, and they'd have to help me. And I've oftentimes mixed the positive and the negative. Anybody ever did that? You put the wrong one on the wrong post. You got the positive on the negative post and the negative on the positive post, and and it, it would spark, and, and it would look like a fire, look like the 4th of July, and smoke would come up, and things would start melting. And, and the thing that happened is I got the positive on the negative, the negative on the positive. And that's what happens when it comes to fear. We can get positive fear on negative fear, negative fear on positive fear. We can get our wires crossed if we're not careful. Now, there's a healthy dose of fear. The scripture talks about fearing the Lord. That's a reverence. That's an awe. That's being in awe of God, putting God in his proper place. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So if you want wisdom, you want discernment, you, you need to focus your fear on God, a reverence, an awe. But I want to talk about what happens when we don't have healthy fear. What happens if we get our wires crossed? What if we begin to live by fear of circumstances instead of 
fearing the one true God. The word for the negative kind of fear in the, in the New Testament is this Greek word called phobos. It's where we get phobias from. If I just constantly fall into my phobias, that's when everything gets a little messed up. I get the positive on the negative, the negative on the positive. And what happens is you begin to have a meltdown. Fear, and we're seeing it right now, fear is real and fear is raw. But it's also, and here's the F-E-A-R, fear is also false evidence appearing real. That's the negative side of fear, false evidence appearing real. But the positive side of fear, that's facing everything with assurance and reverence. When I think about positive fear, when I think about fear that drives me in my life, fear of, of, of wanting to be um, who God wants to be, not a fear, but a desire, if you will, I, I have to have a positive fear. That's a reverence. That's a respect. That's understanding that God is God. He's in control. He's perfect. He's sovereign. He's holy. When I have that type of fear, when I trust him, instead of trusting my flesh and trusting the media and trusting all the news reports, I want that positive fear to drive out the negative fear. Now, let's just just get down to it. Sometimes we can be controlled by fear, negative fear that is. We don't like to admit it, but it's true. I mean, we are seeing people right now hoarding toilet paper, hand sanitizer, non-perishable food items because of the middle of, we're in the middle of this pandemic and people are afraid that we're going to have a shortage. And when we give in to fear and we start losing control, we grasp for any and all control that we can get. I don't know what toilet paper has to do with that, but it's really odd to be that that's the thing people are wanting. I can understand the desire for it, but come on. When we grasp for control, what do we do? We are starting to take God off the throne, and we try to take his place. We're, we're trying to occupy the king's seat. And giving ourselves over to fear, false evidence appearing real, we're basically saying, God, I don't trust you in this situation. I don't trust your sovereignty. I'm going to have to fix this. I'm going to have to make make it on my own. It, it seems kind of silly to to take God out of the equation over some germs. Now, I know I'm going to probably get some flack for this. We have to fight against our natural proclivity toward fear. And what we have to do is we have to we have to face it. We have to name them. We have to, you know, so often we fear the unknown. We, we, we fear the helplessness that the unknown brings. We, we, we don't want to appear weak. We don't want to appear incapable. We, we want to be autonomous. We want to be self-sufficient. We want to be independent. We want to act like we got it all together. And that goes all the way back to the garden. They wanted to be like God. They wanted to be powerful. They wanted to be self-sufficient. And be honest, to a certain degree, self-sufficiency, independence are good things to seek. But when those things interfere with our willingness to recognize our dependency on God, our pursuit of independence can wreak havoc in our lives. And if we're not careful, we'll let, we'll let the situations of our current world begin to crawl into our minds and our hearts and control everything about us and around us. 
So we got to name our fears. We got to take our thoughts captive. I love the scripture in 2 Corinthians. Can I can I just read it to you? Is it okay if I use a little Bible Bible on you today? Look at look at this real quick, okay? Let me get down to this scripture because it's it's so powerful. 2 Corinthians 10:5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We take captive every thought, making it obedient to Christ. You cannot allow your mind to take control of your life if it's dominated by fear. We've got to hand our fear over to God. We've got to replace it with, with the promises and the attributes of God. We, we have got to remove and replace fear with something better. Otherwise, we will be defeated. We'll let fear run amok in our minds and our lives, and we'll live life with all these what-ifs. You cannot allow what-ifs to flood your mind and leave you feeling hopeless. you got to replace them with God is statements. God is my healer. God is my father. God is my provider. God is my protector. God is in control, and I can trust him. God is always with me. In fact, he says, I will never leave thee, neither will I forsake thee. We've got to take every thought captive. We've got to bring it into subjection. Read the word of God. That's how, you, that's how you train your mind to take those fearful thoughts captive. Spend time fixating on God, not fixating on all, the, all the, the media. Don't consume all the media that's out there that's pushing you to a place of fear. Because what I've noticed is what you see through the eye gate is what you think about in your mind. Make prayer something that's daily, all day, every day. Always be a re- readjusting your stance. When, when tragedies come, when circumstances arrive, when things happen that leave us in fear and we feel helpless, we, we got to readjust our stance. We got to reflect on our rightful place in our relationship with God. I can't live my life dominated by fear. Fear will paralyze you. Fear will polarize you. Fear will torment you. Fear will captivate every thought in your brain if you let it. But understand this. There is a God that is still in control no matter what it looks like right now. And he has the power to help you be an overcomer and cast down those fears. Don't be afraid. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. He's got it. He's begun a good work in you. He will complete it. That's his promise. So don't be afraid. Don't be anxious about anything, Paul said. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. That doesn't just mean in the good times. That means all times. Don't be anxious about anything. Don't be fearful about anything. In every situation, by prayer and supplication or petition with thanksgiving present bring your request to god i love this the next verse kind of sums it all up and the peace of god 
which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So go out there and get you some peace. Don't let fear dominate you. Have an awesome day. We'll see you next week right here on the Darren Sargent Show.